I think we create this illusion of what we need to be or do. Is it society? Is it how we were raised? Or do we all just have this like inner desire to be something more or better? But if you're here listening to this podcast, I have a feeling you were driven and want the most out of your life. Welcome to the Balanced Fit and Free Podcast. I'm Rianne Mullins, your host, and you are in the right place if you are ready to learn how to live a life of balance through healthy daily actions and a positive mindset. As a Hashimoto's hypothyroid warrior, I will be sharing with you tried and true methods of keeping a balanced lifestyle to ward off inflammation, aching joints, brain fog, and weight gain. My very open and honest approach will have you leaning in to learn more. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am Ray Ann Mullins, and I am your host and super excited that you have joined me today. If you've been with me for a while, then you probably know that I am a very big DMB fan. DMB is Dave Matthews Band. So it all started back in college. I remember hearing the band for the first time and thinking, hmm, I kind of like these guys. I think they're super cool. They're a little deep and well, I really like their sexy songs. So I was totally hooked. I went home um, from college one summer. It was actually the first year, my freshman year. I went home for the summer and I was hanging out with my friends and I asked one of my friends if she had ever heard of the Dave Matthews band. And she said, to my shock and surprise, she said, Ryan, you just think you're so cool because you went away to Virginia for college and you think you know so much more than everyone else. And then she stomped off. And I was like, no, I just wanted to know if you like Dave Matthews band. Like, what is she even talking about? Like, what in the world? Anyway, that story has like nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I have never forgotten that comment all of these years later. I mean, this is like almost 30, 30 years later almost. But anyway, my love for Dave Matthews is stronger than ever. In fact, I got my husband totally hooked too. And it's just really fun to have something to do together. Every summer when Dave tours, we go to a concert, sometimes two or three, depends on the year and where he's touring and where he's at. And it's just, you know, something that that we do. And it's really fun. And I love him. And if you don't listen to him, I really think you should. There you go. There's my big tip for the day. Listen to Dave Matthews. Well, Dave, Dave, and by the way, we talk about him like he's our friend, Dave. Okay. So Dave came out with a new album this year called Walking Around the Moon. And I got to tell you, I think it's great. And to be honest, at first, I wasn't too excited about it. But you know how that is when a new song comes out or a new album, even if you really like the the band or whatever, you might take, you know, a few listens before you like it. Well, the same thing happened here. Um, but now I actually think it's one of their best. I love it. It's it's a little bit different. He has a lot of meaning in his songs and he's pretty liberal. So, you know, you've got to be careful if you don't like that kind of stuff to not read into it too much. But anyway, there is one song in particular that caught my attention. 
And the first day that I heard it, I was actually in LA with a group of other coaches. I was in the, you know, in the morning getting ready to go getting, you know, dressed and everything. And I remembered that the new album was released that morning. So I turned it on and I was just listening through the songs, you know, and like I said, I wasn't super excited at first about the songs, but you know, I was trying to get into the, into it. So when this one song came on, it was really funny because the lyrics just like struck me. Right. And so the reason it struck me is because it's kind of something I'd been thinking about or feeling for quite some time. In fact, I joined this coaching group in LA so that I could take my business or my podcast to the next level. So when I heard this song, it kind of hit me right in the core. So I'm going to read to you the chorus lines that grabbed my attention. And I am not going to sing it right? You don't want me to sing it to you, I promise. I'm just going to tell you what the words say. According to my spin class, I'm a terrible singer, so I'm going to spare you guys. All right, so here is the song. It's called Looking for a Vein. And the lyrics that caught my attention are this. I'm down in a hole again, hammering these walls and hoping, hoping I find a way through. But what if I strike it? Riches I want to be. Will it set me free? or be just another hole to dig. Okay, so he's down in a hole, hammering and hoping, hoping to find his way through. And what if he strikes it, rich as he wants to be, will it set him free or just create another hole to dig? Okay, that's the gist of it. So when you first hear those lines, it sounds to me, and maybe to you, like he means like money, because he says rich, right? Um, And so you think maybe he's talking about money or success, but in my mind, you can apply this to so many aspects of your life. Do you ever feel like you're in a hole trying to dig out, trying to feel free? Maybe it's with your job. Maybe it's with your marriage, your health, your weight, your alcohol use, or maybe the amount of sugar you eat. There's so many aspects of our life that we oftentimes feel less than and want to find the key to freedom or the thing that helps us finally make it. The song is called Looking for a Vein. And I think that's kind of a fun title because it's like he's like referring to like a drug addict, you know, looking for their next fix. And I think that I can absolutely relate to this. I think we create this illusion of what we need to be or do. Is it society? Is it how we were raised? Or do we all just have this like inner desire to be something more or better? And actually, as I said that, I realized there are a lot of people out there who don't have the desire to be more or accomplish more. And and that's fine. But if you're here listening to this podcast, I have a feeling you were driven and want the most out of your life. I imagine if you don't, you probably wouldn't be spending the time listening to this podcast. So, and by the way, thanks for being here. So the song says, what if I strike it rich as I want to be? Will it set me free or just another hole to dig? So I want to say that I see this a lot with my clients. They will come to me to lose weight, or maybe get their blood sugar you know, under control or reduce their thyroid symptoms, whatever their situation. And together we come up with a plan and then they, the client, has to execute it, 
right? They have to do the work. I'm here just to help guide them, support them, but they have to do the work. And I got to tell you, most people do. And this is great. But many times they come back to me and say, all right, Ryan, yeah, yeah, I lost 15 pounds. And I'm like, good job. That's like what you wanted to do. And they're like, yeah, but, but now I hate how my arms look. Or yeah, I lost the 15 pounds, but I still don't like how I, how I look. I want to look different. And so this is what I think is that next hole to dig. It's like we're never satisfied, okay? Either with your body or with your job or, you know, with your relationship or with whatever the thing is or your house decorations or the house you have. Like there's always like something else that we're not satisfied. It's not good enough. We need more. We need more, okay? Or, you know, is it that we are conditioned to not be satisfied. We are supposed to always be in action, doing more, accomplishing more. I mean, is this just the way that we've been raised? Is this the way America looks? You know, is this what we are, you know, made to do, meant to do? So I catch myself in this a lot. I want to be somebody, you know, I want to make an impact. I want to help more people. But, you know, at the same time, I have my own body battles going on in my mind and parenting battles and money battles and marriage battles. There's always going to be a hole and we will always be digging out. But do we have to keep creating more and more holes? Like, is this really necessary? When I really stop and think about it, I I don't think that we do. I don't think that creating more holes and creating more and more and more is really the answer to our happiness. So this is where our existential health comes in. Existential health is our spiritual side, our purpose, our meaning. We all have this side of us, but it's very easy to let it get covered up by all of the should we, you know, shoulds, you know, the shoulds that we put on ourselves and by society telling us that we must do more, be more, Act more, take more action, go, go, go. I want to give you some tips or ideas on how to celebrate and bring out your existential side more often. And I hope you know it's okay to not feel like you have to keep creating more holes to dig. I've had many coaches for my business over the years, and one saying that they all agree on and they've all said is new level, new devil. It's like you hit one level of business and pretty soon you have created more work because now you need more help or more technology or more money. The next thing to keep up leveling in your business, which is what you want, right? We also want that in our life. You know, we hear it up level, up level. You need to up level your life, up level, which is great. It's fine. But at what point are we just going to be satisfied, right? So, This whole new level, new devil is really the same concept as digging more holes. So here are some questions to ask yourself if you keep finding yourself in this situation of always seeking more and feeling like you're in another hole or feeling like you need to accomplish more, more, more. I'm including these questions in the show notes so that you can go back and spend some time answering them. I think it's a really great idea to like to take like 30 minutes and just write out answers to these questions, especially if you're somebody who keeps finding yourself 
um, feeling less than or not good enough or feeling like you need to accomplish more and more and more. So here are some questions to consider. Who am I as a person? What do I believe in? What do I stand for? And what matters most to me? Why am I here? What am I doing in my life? What should I be doing in my life? What is the point of things? And where is it all going? Okay, so I, like I said, I put those in the show notes so that you can go back, you know, get out a journal and just like write down the questions and answer them. Like, who are you as a person? What do you believe in? What do you want to stand for? What do you stand for? And what really matters most to you? And I want you to really, really think about this. Like, don't answer what you think you should answer. Actually dig a little deeper and answer honestly. Like, what do you want? Not what do your parents want for you? Not what does your spouse want for you? Not what does your sibling want for you? What do you, you want for yourself? What do you want to stand for? What do you want to be remembered for? What is the point of all things for you? Where is it all going? Like answer these like honestly to yourself and answer honestly, like nobody is going to see this, right? If you're worried about keeping up with other people or doing what you think other people think you should be doing, answer these questions like nobody's going to see it. You know, this is your business and, and just see what you come up with. And I do this a lot with clients and I found that a lot of people just don't know. Like they really don't know. And this is me. Like I found myself here in this exact situation. I was like, who am I as a person? And I'm like, I really didn't know. For so long, I did what I thought everyone else wanted me to do that I found myself way, way, way off track, like totally way off track. I've told the stories before. I mean, I was trying to be a financial advisor. I mean, what? (laughs) You don't want me to be your financial advisor. I'll tell you that right now. But here's the thing. like, I was so worried about keeping up with what I thought others expected of me that I was so far off track that I didn't even know how to get back. And it took years and years of like digging and like trying to decide who I was. And then through that time, I ended up having kids. And then, you know what, guess who got put, you know, I got put on the back burner was myself because I had to take care of the kids. And then, you know, you get another job or whatever the situation is, we tend to put what we want and desire on the back burner and just take care of what's in front of us. It's like, you're always putting out fires, you know, instead of truly leaning in to who you are and what you need to be doing for yourself to make your life fulfilling and happy. So I had a conversation with a young man last month and he told me he just didn't see the point. He said it was really hard for him to believe in something like a God, because if there was indeed a God, why does he let so many things that are bad happen in the world? And then he said, if there's no God, then there's probably no heaven to go to. So why should I even bother being here now? I don't get the point of life. Those are the words he said to me. He was like, I I don't know why I should even bother being here now. I just don't get the point of life. And I was like, whoa, first of all, I was a little bit unsure if this was good that he was sharing this with me. But then I was really happy that he was able to open up to me and tell me that. And then it also kind of freaked me out. Like it made me feel worried about where he was in his mind. 
But I think, you know, a lot of people feel like this. You know, I think a lot of people go through this type of thinking a lot and and often. And, you know, what is the point? Why are we here? What is the meaning of life and being here now? So if you've ever felt like that, then I truly believe it's time to think about those questions I just posed to you, right? Feeling like like that, like you're unsure of what's the point or feeling like you are never enough is a good sign that it's time to work on your existential health. It's time to find meaning and purpose. Okay. So what, you know, really quick, what's the difference between like your physical health and your existential health, your physical health, we do, you know, have a responsibility, of course, to take care of our body and our health, like take care of your heart, take care of, um, you know, just everything like taking care of your physical health is important. You know, because if we feel good physically, we're going to feel better mentally and vice versa. But I think so many people spend so much time worrying about their physical health that they forget about their existential health. They forget about their spiritual side. They forget about their, you know, meaning and purpose. Okay. So, so here are some things I thought of. They can help you find your purpose and put into perspective your worth here on this planet. And, you know, why should you listen to me? You know, I'm not totally sure. You know, I'm not some guru when it comes to your spiritual health, but I've been exploring this for myself for quite some time and I've been studying it as well. So I'm just here to give you some ideas to consider and you might hear these suggestions and they might then lead you to more thoughts and ideas. So you can just use this podcast episode as a starting point to start exploring more of your existential health, your spiritual side, your faith. And, you know, hopefully it just gives you something to think about. And maybe if you're not feeling so great in that area, maybe it'll help you get better. Okay. And and by the way, I'm also a sleep, stress, and resilience coach. Um, I took a you know a course and certification in that. So some of these concepts that I'm sharing with you today have actually come from my certification. I'm not just making them up, um, although I've put my own spin on them. So, all right, here we go. One idea is when you're feeling like this, when you're feeling like you're not sure, you know, what's the point? Who am I? That kind of thing. One thing is to go big. And what I mean by that is, Realize how huge the universe is and how insignificant you really are in the scheme of things. Go outside and like look up at the sky. When you really think about it, you can just see like just how gigantic the world really is. We can like zoom out, you know, zoom out from you. When we see ourselves for what we really are, a mere speck in the universe, it can be a little scary, actually. It's a little scary to me. I imagine being, um, you know, like a tiny gnat. If one is flying around you, right, you might get annoyed and just easily smash it. Well, if you think about it, and we're really that fragile, you know, when you think about how tiny you are in comparison to the entire universe, it can really put into perspective your life and even things like your goals, You know, is it really that important to lose the last 10 pounds? You know, is it really that important to have more followers on Instagram? 
Is it really that important to have all the laundry perfectly folded and put away every day? You know, start to see where in your life you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself and take that gigantic big step back to see if it's really serving you in the grand scheme of things. So you can practice this, this whole going big concept um, by kind of shifting your focus to things larger than yourself. So you could do it, for example, um, out in nature, like looking out across a landscape, or maybe if you um, or you go hiking on a mountain and you get to a point where you can look out, it's amazing. So I was just you know recently in Wyoming and we went hiking and you get to the top of the mountain and you look out and you can just see the mountain ranges and like sky and it's just so gigantic and you're like, how can there not be something greater than me? in this. How could this be here without something greater? It's just amazing, right? And it does put into perspective like how tiny you are. And for me, it really works every time. Anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed or worried or like I've done no good or like I'm just feeling like I need to be more, I, I do this. I do it a lot. I just think about like how tiny I am in the scheme of things. In fact, I started doing this when I was young. I had a trampoline in the backyard in Wyoming. And if you've ever been in to Wyoming in, in the summer, I mean, probably any time of the year, but I'm thinking summer specifically, at nighttime, the stars are just magnificent. And so I remember laying at night on my trampoline looking up at the stars and really realizing, wow, like how tiny we are. And it actually, even back then, I can remember as far back to fourth grade, looking at the stars and putting into perspective how tiny I was compared to the world. And it always gave me comfort that I was good. I remember doing this as a really small kid. And I got to say, that's pretty smart. (laughs) So... I mean, I didn't know that I was doing something good for myself, but I remember doing that. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing you could do is consider like a giant city. Have you ever been in like New York City or LA and you're like, holy cow, there are so many people. It is absolutely mind boggling to me sometimes. Like sometimes I can't even believe that all of these people can live in one area and have like the traffic work and have like everything works. Like there's all these systems that just work together. It's really amazing. And it just, again, for me, puts it all in perspective, right? Also, another thing to consider when you're thinking about going big is, you know, look at your kid if you have one and realize that trillions of chemical reactions had to go just right in order to make this human. It's actually incredible. So, Something about that, like going big, can really shift your focus and give you a new perspective. Okay. Another idea is to do the opposite of that go small, go small, go inside, be present, like really go inside of yourself and fill yourself in, in the here and the now. You know, fill your feet on the floor, fill your chest rise and fall with each breath, hear the noises around you. Smell the odors around you. Ground yourself and plant yourself right now into your present moment. We can get so ahead of ourselves that we forget to be. Like just be here. Be a human. Be yourself. Feel your feelings. Like 
allow yourself to just be. I love doing this also. I like doing the go big a lot, but I also love doing this when I feel overwhelmed and like I have too much to do. We are not superhuman. We can only do so much and getting small and being in the present can really help you reset your mind. Okay. So those are two concepts. Go big and put yourself into perspective of the, of, you know, of the whole and then go small and inside and remember who you are and feel and just be, just be right now. And let everything else go. The third idea is called purposeful contemplation. Okay. So this is kind of like taking those two concepts that go big and get small to another level. It's incorporating them into your life in a purposeful manner. So that can mean doing things like praying, okay, or setting up a ritual or doing affirmations, you know, where you like talk, you know, like state affirmations to yourself or coming up with mantras or journaling on a specific question or a specific theme. Um, Visualization is another way you can have purposeful contemplation, like pick something and then visualize yourself working through it. Or it could even mean going to some kind of faith service, like go to church or join a group. Maybe you're just in a club of some sort and go and being a part of something else. Okay. So how it looks is up to you. For me, um, I do a lot of like meditation. Okay. Meditation is another type of thing. Some people use meditation as a form of prayer. Um, Mantras. I love mantras. That also is a form of prayer or meditation. And I also do like journaling. I really love to journal. Although lately, my handwriting is so terrible that by the end of the journal entry, I can't read it, but it's okay because it's out of my brain and onto paper and it feels good. Um, but maybe you like to go to church, you know, maybe, maybe that's going to church or maybe you just like to listen to a service online, whatever it is. Okay. No matter how you tune in, the idea is to purposely turn your attention in a structured way to the transcendent dimension of life whatever that means to you, okay? One thing that I always talk about is that it's important to focus on gratitude, okay? I say it all the time. Pretty much every tip I have is like, focus on gratitude. What are you grateful for, okay? Or focusing on things that are going well rather than focusing too much on the problems, okay? So if you have ever worked with me in any coaching aspect, you'll know that I always wanna know what is going well before we talk about what is not going well. Okay. As a whole, most of us are already doing a lot right, but we get so stuck focusing on what we still need to do to feel successful. So part of this purposeful contemplation um, is being grateful. You know, one thing I've talked about this before is I love to write down three things that I'm grateful for every day. So either write it down or say it. Um, and lately I've been a little bit lazy about writing it down, but I try every morning to think of three things I'm grateful for. And then at night before going to sleep, I review those. And usually by nighttime, something has happened throughout the day that makes me grateful for something else. So sometimes those three things change throughout the day, but no matter what you do, focusing on, you know, your gratitude will help you 
just see how like how um, lucky you are. And I don't, I don't really like the word lucky. I'm just trying to think of the word that I'm trying to say, how um, just positive your life can be right now. Okay. And how, when you focus on that, then you start to realize that maybe you don't need to do more. Maybe you don't need to be more. Maybe you're okay just how you are right now. Okay. So another thing to consider is think about the legacy that you want to leave behind. Is it that you want to be more or do you want to make an impact? It's so easy to get caught up in the rat race and feel like you have to keep up with everybody, your friends, your neighbors, maybe your family. But in the end, what do you want to be remembered for? Do you really want to be remembered for your abs? Really? Maybe. Maybe you do. Um, Do you want to be remembered for your bank account? Or do you want to be remembered for the person that never got a wrinkle on their face? (laughs) I mean, like, right? When you think about those questions, you know, and you think about your legacy, I mean, maybe you really do want to be remembered for your abs. If that's the most important thing in your life, then hey, great. I don't care about that. Do I want abs? Yeah. But do I want to be remembered for good abs? No, not really, you know? And do I want to get wrinkles? No. Do I want, you know, to age? No. But, you know, when I think about aging and getting older and people remembering me, none of that comes to my mind, right? I want to be remembered for helping people change their lives. I want to be remembered for being a kind person. I, that's the kind of stuff that's important to me. So, you know, all of those things like my weight, how my abs look, what my skin looks like, um, what color my hair is, all of that becomes really insignificant when you think about your legacy, right? So once you get a realistic view of what you really consider important, then you can start to apply it to your daily actions. And then once you do that, then you can start to kind of practice the and an in alignment of what you really want your life to be, not what you think everyone else thinks your life should be or what society thinks your life should be. Okay. And then, you know, maybe you don't have to dig so many holes. Maybe you won't always feel like you're having to dig or to go higher or to be more. Maybe you'll actually start to fulfill, be fulfilled and happy in your life. So I started today by telling you about the song by Dave Matthews. And isn't it amazing that we can hear a song and it can create so many thoughts? You know, for me, this song like instantly made me think of so many things. So I hope that you'll take some time to consider, you know, some of the stuff that we talked about today. And I, the other thing I want you to know is I want you to know that you are enough right now. You don't have to have the perfect body or be the perfect employee or be the perfect spouse, be the perfect parent, be the perfect insert, whatever you're thinking about. You just need to feel good about yourself and know that you have a purpose and meaning. If you're not sure what that purpose is, then I suggest you go to the show notes and write down the questions that I you know, said earlier and do some journaling. And then really think about those things I suggested, like go big, right? Go big. Put yourself into the perspective of the universe and see how that makes you feel about your goals. Make sure they're important to you enough. And then go small. Be present. 
How does it feel to just be you? And then, like I said, do that purposeful contemplation. Maybe that's, you know, praying, journaling, um, visualizing, whatever it is, joining some kind of service that makes you feel good, whatever it is. Okay. So also, I would love to hear from you. Okay. If you do these questions and you take this into consideration and you go big and you go small and you, you know, journal or visualize or whatever you do, I would love to hear from you. How did it make you feel? You know, I think when we share with each other how we're feeling, it really helps us all realize that we're not alone, that many of us have these same feelings. Okay. So you guys, thanks so much for being here today. I I love doing this podcast and I really would love to get it out more. So please, please help me get this out there. Share with your friends, share with your family. Um, if, if I say even one thing that you think is interesting and important to you or that you liked, I would love it if you could share that with your friends. Um, also remember, I would love to get your rating and review. It's really easy on Apple to just go to the podcast and scroll all the way down until you see the ratings and it's it takes literally like 30 seconds. So if you would do that, I'd be so, so grateful. And I look forward to uh, catching you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I am so stoked that you are here. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation or share your takeaways, I would love to hear from you. Head on over to my Instagram at RamFitLife or Facebook at Rayanne Mullins and comment on your favorite part of the show. See you next week.